Counselors, approach the bench. I have no further witnesses, Your Honor. Curiosity, I'm allowing this freak show to continue. Your Honor, I'd like to ask for a recess. Overruled. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Welcome to Movie Mr. Al. The podcast where we examine the IMDb Top 250 and argue for or against the movies being on that list. My name is Johannes. And I'm Raji. Today we're talking about another film on that list. Surprise. Bong Joon-ho's 2019 movie Parasite. Parasite was released on November 8th, 2019, starring Song Kang-ho, Sun Lee, and So Dam Park. Before we throw some hammers in the yard, how was your week? Oh, uh, good week. Uh, full with not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> in a way, it's you know, it's one of those weeks where you kind of chill for a bit. But I also mm-hmm. played a lot of tennis and kind of get mad at myself for being not playing smartly enough. Mm. Um, but you know, it's good. It's exercise. It's good. How was your week? Well, it's not too bad. I think the the highest form of exercise that we did was uh, we went on a bike ride. From Oakland to Richmond. Oh wow, and, that's uh, substantial. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty good ride, and my daughter was sitting in the back. The interesting thing we found is when she's sitting in the back of a bike ride, she doesn't say anything throughout the ride. She doesn't not a pip. But the minute you stop, she just has to scream. Um, not scream and cry, just like scream about everything. If she sees birds, she's shouting at birds. She's doing all sorts of shindigs. So, you know, it was it was a good ride. She got to relax. She was wearing her glasses throughout the ride, and uh, she enjoyed it, I hope. Um, hopefully, it's not some sort of trauma that we're exposing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say that sounds lovely, but then you brought trauma in. So that feels <laughs> weird now? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's it's always weird with kids, man. There's, you never know what is going to trigger the trauma. Um, but, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> from one trauma to another parasite <laughs> yes my good sir um so yeah parasite let's let's uh, listen to the synopsis first to get everybody up uh, on the same page and then dive into it sounds good jobless penniless and above all hopeless the unmotivated patriarch ki tech and his equally unambitious family, his supportive wife, Chung Suk, his cynical 20-something daughter, Ki Yong, and his college-aged son, Ki Woo, occupy themselves by working for peanuts in their squalid basement-level apartment. Then, by sheer luck, a lucrative business proposition will pave the way for an ingeniously insidious scheme, as Ki Woo summons up the courage to pose as an English tutor for the teenage daughter of the affluent Park family. Now, the stage seems set for an unceasing winner-take-it-all class war. How does one get rid of a parasite? And we're back. Uh, so yeah, I've seen this movie in the theaters in 2019. And um, then I enjoyed it. Okay. I'm confused. You, you, anyway, we'll talk about it. Dude. That's a very that's a very critique statement. Back then I enjoyed it. I don't know what to think about it. I also saw this movie in theaters. And I guess it's just you're being cryptic now. I'm going to be cryptic too and say... <laughs> Back then, I, I enjoyed it as well. Oh, see. Uh, touche. <laughs> yes, my good sir. Um, I mean, it's... I kind of feel like it's it's one of those movies... I mean, end of 2019, right? So mm-hmm. um, the world was oblivious to what's about to come. <laughs> uh, little did we know that uh, this movie is a foreshadowing of uh, <laughs> hiding inside. Yes, this is a, it's a fascinating, even the name was a foreshadowing of, uh, of what was to come. Um, it's, it's an interesting film, uh, but it's also very, it's a very tough pill to swallow. How so? We'll talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll talk. (laughs) Uh, Before we talk about this, though, um, if you like the show, Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It helps us out. Thank you. So, yeah, Raji, should we flip a coin? 
Yeah, let's flip a, let's flip a, let's flip a coin. Let's flip a coin. I'm uh, gonna heads. go with heads. Heads, okay. Heads. Oof. I I feel bad for you, but I'm not I'm not gonna do the hard work of arguing against this film. I'm gonna <laughs> be going for this film. <laughs> That's fine with me. That's fine with me. And the witness will address this court as judge or your honor. Your honor, Parasite is a movie that is very on its face, very obvious. Uh, it's it's very bleak and it's very on a, on the nose when it comes to what it's trying to tell us. It's a movie about class warfare. It's a movie about grifting. It's a movie about uh, trying to survive and uh, taking advantage of and seizing the opportunities that fall into your lap. And in the process, uh, the people that we may argue maybe the parasites are also kind of being exploited by other people. So it's kind of a continuous feedback loop. Uh, I think the imagery is pretty, but it's also very on the nose. Again, like we have the stark contrast of people that live in literal basements to people that live all the way up on the mountain in the hill in a beautiful stellar designed uh, house. Um, and we we have a multitude of contrasts, but I think what we learn from this is it's it's just all so blatant and it's not clever. It's very in your face and and arguably not smart. So I think this movie fails on a lot of those points. Uh, while visually interesting, uh, I think it, lots of critics liked it because it is so obvious and it's so easy to understand. And I don't fully understand why it's so revered. It's a very, uh, very strong take to start. Very, very strong take. Um, Your Honor, um, I am glad to take the task of uh, of uh, arguing for this film. And honestly, I know how difficult it is going to be. It's going to be to argue against this one. Um, but um, I'm really happy to talk about Parasite, which is probably one of my um, one of my favorite uh, Bong Joon-ho films, um, which includes memories of Bong Joon-ho films, which includes memories of Murder, um, Snowpiercer. Uh, but Parasite is is uh, is what I would say his epitome, his greatest achievement. Um, unlike you know the opening argument against this film, I'm going to argue that a lot of the things that we're going to be talking about are extremely below the surface this movie is multi-layered um and unlike um you know johannes viewing there are many levels um that we get to experience and this movie has layers of humor it has layers of horror it has layers of thriller and it has layers of foreshadowing um you know it's it's interesting to see that at the very beginning of the film you know, they set up the characters very well because they talked about the fact they couldn't have Wi-Fi in their house. Um, and uh, you could see the, um, the the bugs everywhere. And one of the crazy, crazy scenes was, um, you know, the character, uh, the father sitting down, fixing up the, the pizza boxes while the fumigation was going on. Um, they left the windows open at that very point in the film, something that eventually came to backfire on them. Um, but basically to clear their house, they have to take in toxicity from the outside. So, you know, these people who've lived on the ground are infused with smells, with odors, with um, things that show that they are not rich. Um, and when they go uh, and eventually have their whole family working for the rich family, this becomes the undoing of the father who has had to deal with this kind of pressure from all his, for all, for the whole period which he was working for the rich family. So this movie on the surface is about a con, a con, uh, a con artist, um, and the con family taking over the household of uh, a rich family, but it ultimately becomes a larger look into the level of the parasitic poor feeding on the rich. 
uh, in South Korean culture or environment um, and how everybody is trying to take advantage, even living in bunkers, uh, just to be close to the bridge. And I think this movie is brilliant on so many levels. But yes, that's my opening statement. And I think I've said quite a lot without saying enough. <laughs> uh, like this movie, two hours plus? Jesus. Uh, so... Let's go to the to the meat and potatoes of this. Uh, and and I think one of my main criticisms is that I think the premise feels incredibly flawed in that I don't think it's necessarily believable that a family that is so obviously um, poor, living underground literally, or like sub underground, like semi underground, um and so opportunistic sure i give that that give give it to that um would be able to convince people from a higher class the that they're capable of doing what they're doing uh and and what i mean by that is um I'm I'm not entirely convinced that somebody who has not had a lot of access to modern driving and driving is going to be able to drive so excellently that the coffee is not being spilled during the driving test. Um, I find that a little unbelievable. I find it a little unbelievable that somebody who grows up in a family like that... Um, can fake his way through being this amazing English tutor. Now, the little scenes that we see, we, we understand that he's not really tutoring. So there's that. But I find it hard to believe that you can even kind of make it there. Uh, same for the art thing. But but I guess it's you could argue that you know once you're rich, you kind of don't care. You just trust what other people tell you. I don't know if I buy that though, um, because I feel like people in that with that social standing and that kind of class also have a big incentive of making sure that they get get the best. And uh, so I I feel like the whole premise of it is insincere and doesn't really make a lot of sense because I'm not buying what they're selling. It's uh, I think that. The, you made a couple of points about the the unrealistic um, nature of some of the things that they've been able to do or show in the film. And I think I'm going to make a few points against that. I think at the very beginning, they talked about the fact that her dad had been driving um, around Korea. Uh, he, had be, he had been a driver for a particular period of time before they started doing the pizza boxes. Um, the question about the English, uh, the English uh, scenarios um, if you remember the conversation with Ming, um, um, at the very beginning, before he was introduced to the family, one of the things that Ming said was that, uh, you know, you, if there's anyone who's been very good at English, um, it's you. Basically, after the guy was doubting his abilities, he said, you've done the exam a number of times. And I think there's anybody who can make her pass English. It's going to be you. Um, and, um, it was, um, the fact that uh, he highlighted that point um, and uh, appealed to his abilities was significant. I think that uh, the character, the son, was stuck because of his inability to afford university. I don't think it it says too much about um, his ability to teach English. I think one of the things you could argue against was the fact that maybe they never actually spoke English uh at any point in the film. Um, but I don't know if that's entirely necessary to convey the point. Um, but I will say, gone. I think you have a point. <laughs> I, yeah. So it's somewhat of confirmation bias though. Right. So, mm -hmm. so of, of I've done tutoring myself. Right. So, um, having seen students that are not, necessarily interested or and or um capable of doing it of, of of speaking a language and teaching it even right um or let alone teaching it 
uh, I would argue that the people in their circle, they may see them as being the, oh, your, your English is really good, right? Because it's kind of, it's a confirmation bias in, in among your peers. So if his sister is like, well, you you have the best English, you can totally do this, or his friend or whoever, right? Um, that might be, might be somewhat of confirmation bias, and it may actually not be the case. But it's also like this big rouse in the grift, right? So I, I kind of get the nuance in that, that I guess we're supposed to believe that you can fake it till you make it. People, you know, if you, if you, if you pass the, the smell test in a way and, you know, haha, this family doesn't necessarily either. Um, then, then after that you're golden, right? Mm. But I think as a whole, like if, if, if we just look at kind of the critique, I guess that we're trying to get out of this, or that we're supposed to get out of this, of you know the symbiosis, parasitic relationship between the rich and the poor, and you know how one is dependent on the other in so many ways. Um, I I just have trouble really believing this family would be able to con and grift the whole family into into what we're seeing here. So I'm going to actually spend some time talking about that because I feel like we should dispel this this argument once and for all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that at the very beginning when they were fixing the pizza boxes and, you know, the, you get the humorous scene where the dad is watching um, watching the American woman uh, on the TV or the Western woman do these boxes while the fumigation was happening. Um, and then you cut to the pizza person getting the um, getting the uh, getting the boxes and saying about a quarter of the boxes are bad, which is kind of humorous because you know the dad we know was the culprit for all the bad boxes. One of the things that you noticed was how the family encircled the pizza woman and how claustrophobic it felt for her um, to see how that family would engulf her and try to get the son a job. I think that this family has been doing this thing for quite some time and they're very opportunistic in what they're trying to achieve. So I, I think that given that context, because we don't have a lot of history behind a couple of words about how the dad was a driver at some point, why, how the mom was an Olympic thrower at some point. We also find out that the girl was a master forger. And we find out that uh, the boy was trying to get into university and, you know, married a girl in the long run. Um, we don't get a lot of backstory, so we have to make a lot of assumptions on what they're trying to do. Well, um, yeah, but, but sorry to interrupt, but, sure. but th that scene is also, like, that whole scene started with them, like, messing up, like, a quarter of those boxes. Yes. Right? So... So that's that's proving my point of like they're they're not really doing a good job, right? They're, yes, they bully like other people into what they want, and I think we see mm -hmm. that with with the family as well. Like they do a lot of shady stuff to advance the family as a whole, but but like the actual the actual job that they're doing like is, is not very good, right? So it's. I, I guess the challenge that I have is that yes, they're they're capable of of kind of bullying and, and kind of grifting. Not, they're capable of getting to a point of uh, advancement in mm -hmm. some shape or form, but they're not capable. It seems like from what we see of kind of performing the things that they're saying. What what they can do except for the father the father seems to be pretty capable and the mother apparently is like a five-star chef now right because we see her in a chef check at, at the party and and she can do all these amazing things all of a sudden so it's like there's a disconnect for me <laughs> in in like what we're told what what the family is and what they stand for and then what they can or cannot do all of a sudden so i think that there's a lot of i think one of the things that the director did in this movie was try to hide their incompetence in um, a show of uh, in in the way they dressed, 
in the way they cut their hair, in the way they came to the houses. But there, it was only a facade. And I think that be, below the facade, you could see a lot of the things that uh, they were using, they were hiding from the family uh, getting exposed. Number one, one thing, you said the father was a very competent driver, but the father can also get the smell of being poor uh, from the car, right? The, we said that the guy is a very good English teacher, but when he's giving her the pep talk about being going into exams and he holds her holds arm and checks her heartbeat, one of the things that he said has nothing to do with whether you're going to do well in an exam or not. Basically, he was saying that you've got to dominate the exam, which doesn't actually make any sense when you think about it, but it give, it pumps the lady up. It pumps everybody in the room up. Um, there was no, I don't think that the art teacher, the you know, she's teaching the kid art. Um, she said that all she had to do, um, uh, this is Ki Jung, she, all she had to do was go on Wikipedia and read about art uh, therapy and she goes in and she says a bunch of nonsense and the uh the rich woman believes her and hires her on the spot um i don't think that the the director at any point is hiding the fact that they're incompetent because even the father that we talked about who was driving very carefully don't forget there was a particular point in the movie where the um the character uh dong ik which is the father um, snapped at him for turning back all the time to have a conversation with him. Um, so there are levels of incompetence to everyone in this movie. And I don't think that this movie is trying to hide the fact that there, there's incompetence. The problem is that the wife, if she had been in charge of it, uh, would have done a, an extremely bad job of maintaining the house uh, the dad doesn't want to drive. He just likes to sit comfortably in the back. Um, and everybody just likes the convenience of exploiting the poor parts of the country uh, while they um, live in their ivory castle above everything else. So I, I, I want to dispel that fact relatively quickly. But I also wanted to talk about one of the good aspects of the film, the use of visceral, uh, your visceral senses. Um, the sense of sight, the sense of smell, um, the sense of, I guess you can talk about the sense of touch, but you can always feel, um, what do you call it, uh, the effects of it throughout the film. Um, and the visceral nature of some of the shots, the tightening rooms, on the, the tightened rooms under, the sense of love that emanated between each of the families, because this is a movie about three families, the family that was living under the basement, who love each other, the family of uh, the family that took over, and the family of that lived within the rich, the rich family. So within those tight knit families, there's always a sense of love that exists between everybody. But once you go beyond that, you start to notice that for every single one of those families, they are trying to fight their way to the top. One of the things that they said in the film was uh, one of the criticisms the wife had for Key Take, who was the driver, was that um, despite everything, as he grows, as he gets older, one of the things that he is still good at is scampering around like a cockroach. And remember that scene where he swipes everything from the table and grabs her by the shirt and he and the kids get mad uh, because they're not sure what's going to happen next. Um, and within about 10, 15 minutes, when the family arrives, you see everybody scampering around the house like cockroaches, hiding everywhere. The use the use of the the imagery, the sound, the 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 the, the rainwater as it flows down, and the woman sitting on the toilet seat as the as the poop. Uh, gushes out from all sides and the blackness of the water as the poop mixes in with the rainwater, all of that gives you a sense of sadness and ultimate, um, I, I felt emotionally uh, bad for the family 
uh, who was living in the slum. So they effectively um, portrayed the the characteristic difference between the rich and the poor, because all through the period where this family was um, going through this rainstorm, um, hiding out in the uh, the tents uh, in the stadium after that happened, they invite them to a party where none of the rich families actually felt any of that kind of pain. So that's kind of things is what elevates this film uh, to the the masterpiece level because they use imagery, they use uh, visceral nature, the visceral nature uh, of sight, sound, uh, taste, to and smell to highlight the points you're trying to make. So, yeah, I think I've rambled on quite a bit. So, <laughs> See, I mean, I said it's very on the nose, and, and I think that water... Uh, the flooding is is a prime example of that where it's 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 like, okay so we have the the rich family that lives on a on a gigantic hill and you know they're like on the top of the the food chain to speak in in more kind of metaphors and allegories right and then you have the cockroaches literally on the bottom literally of uh, like where their place is flooded with sewage and I think that's incredibly on the nose and, and not clever. I think it's more than anything, it's inconsistent with the ingenuity that we see from this family. Because I would think that in some shape or form, what we're seeing they're capable of at the, the rich people's house, um, they're not capable of doing like of, of doing better for themselves and kind of getting out of like the worst place in this town, because that's essentially what we're kind of getting led to believe, right? It's like it's it's we see endless scenes of like going down hills and stairs and even further and even further and even further, and then they're at the street and they're even below the street level because they're so 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 poor and stricken, right? But at the same time, for some reason they're able to put on this amazing facade that they're like college students from Chicago. Um, and they have this amazing education and I feel it's inconsistent. And I feel it's, it, it, it doesn't work as well as people make it out to, to do. And I feel, and that kind of frustrates me <laughs> to be honest. Like it's, it's like, at face value, yes, it's a very entertaining movie, and uh, I think the characters are likable um, in their own sense and all that. But if you if you just think about the logistics of it and how it it doesn't really like, are we led to believe that that rich people are just like, oh, Illinois? She, she went to a college in Illinois. She knows what she's doing. That's great, and she can do whatever i think the, the the biggest like one of the biggest cons that jessica was able to pull off was to rein in that kid and just have that kid draw quietly right like that's all they wanted they didn't like it seems like they didn't necessarily care about the therapy of things or the art of things right like that kid was rambunctious and, and just kind of messed up the house and jessica was able to rein him in and just kind of no, she she was a glorified babysitter, and that's kind of the thing that she was able to do. Get paid handsomely because she 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 says it's art therapy because she read it on Wikipedia. But I, yeah, I I think it's just so inconsistent; it doesn't make any sense. Like, and yes, we can talk about the motifs and kind of the bigger things of it, and I I think there's some effectiveness there, and that that can be argued, and I sure. Right, but but the at face value, it's very, very obvious and very lazy in that. Uh, I also think that party, like the the, the third act, essentially, um, where the movie is completely th thrown on its head and it's a it's a different movie all of a sudden. It's more of a slasher. Um, kind of comes out of nowhere and doesn't really have a good resolution. It's like. Uh, sure, he lives in the basement now, and it, it's so. So, are we thinking that's his punishment? 
is, is is that what we're supposed to get out of this that that's kind of he's he's repenting for his sins in a way in the in the basement because he has to live there now but he's also continuing that parasitic life then i guess right and then that fake out of like oh i'm you know i'm gonna be rich and buy out the place eventually but that doesn't happen um and <laughs> there's so many things right it's it's like okay so he's writing this letter and doing doing Morse code with the lights um and the son happens to notice that when he's starting the very first word of that that letter. Like, it's like little things of that, where it's just like, what are we even doing? Like, I don't know. Um, I I also understand it's already two hours in, and it, it, it would take a while to establish that he's doing these loops and, you know, whatever. But it's just so, I felt it's a very lazy movie. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, talk about some of the points you've made and I'm going to try to argue against them. Um, I think that one of the things that they've established in the film was number one, um, the woman was uh, relatively simple. I think that's one of the things that uh, the mink uh, guy uh, impacted on uh, the boy as he was going into, uh, as he was recommending the job. Um, the woman goes uh, on their first meeting. She says, "I don't. It doesn't matter what the papers say. The fact you are recommended by Ming is the reason why you're getting this job." So it establishes at that point that um, a, a reference is enough to get your uh, to get uh, the other person to look at because they value the relationship over uh, the papers. So it's not a question of oh, whether he has an Illinois degree or not. They, she didn't really validate that. All she did was, you're recommended by Ming. If you do a good job, you know, uh, then we keep you. The interesting thing is she didn't think she, he did a good job. Um, and a lot of the things that you said was on the nose. When she was handing him the money, she counted out a sum. Um, and she took out some money from there. And then she handed him the envelope and said, well, um, I feel that you did a good, as good a job as Ming, but the fact that she took the money, so she took the money out means that she's not going to be paying him at the same rate. That was not on the nose. Um, that was a cost-saving ma- maneuver that she did because she didn't think that he was as good. Um, but then the lady comes in um, based on the recommendations. Um, he plays her up significantly, which is one of the things they do. Uh, for every single person who has joined, every single time they play them up and they use their recommendations uh, to validate that. The woman takes on the next person and the next person and the next person based on those validations from the first person or the second person. Now, I think that that is fair because we all know that they didn't want to do any work. The woman spends the whole day sleeping. Um, She begs her husband for drugs. you know, the, the husband fast. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about that last part. Uh, but you know, the woman is not particularly active in the market. She likes things being done for her. She doesn't want to lift a finger. Um, so they all take advantage of that. Now, the end of the movie you're talking about, which is the scene where the guy ends up, um, you do, at the beginning of that, they they find out that but there's, there's a family living at the bottom. Um, and they feel bad for them. Um, they sit down and they were listening in to the sad story of how this man ended up there. He owed a lot of money to loan sharks. He couldn't afford to pay. They put a hit out on him and he's hiding in the basement. Um, and at the end of the film, after he uh, he stabs the, the, the owner of the house, um, for his gesture to show that he doesn't like the smell of poor people while the chaos was happening, he retires because he knows he's on the run um, and he needs somewhere to hide. So he goes and he takes over the home of the man that got killed, um, eventually becoming uh, the man on the ground for the next family to catch. Um and, you know, the fake out at the end of the film where the son was talking about he's going to buy a house, but eventually he's not able to 
we we are not given compelled to believe that he actually succeeds in doing that. It's just to show you that uh, people are stuck um, on these levels of life, um, and people have ambitions to get rich, uh, but those are very very unlikely given the economic situation in the country. I think that the the lights being used was highlighted because um, if you remember earlier in the film, the mom was talking to him and said her son was a Boy Scout and he was talking about the values of the Boy Scout. Um, but the dad knows that the boy went to this Boy Scout. His son went to was a Boy Scout too. So he took advantage of the fact and started to do the uh, Morse code, which was uh, something that was very important to the son who eventually goes in was able to read what the dad was trying to say, and uh, and the message was passed along. So I, I think that I don't think there's anything that came out of place throughout the film. I think that the the script was very tight. Um, nothing. Um, I don't think there was anything out of place. And honestly, I think this is probably one of the best movies ever made. It probably should be high on the list. Um, I would go so far as to say that it's probably in the top four or five ever made bold wow. statement i know <laughs> that's a very bold statement like it's top five really like hmm. yeah i don't i don't i don't see that i don't see it like i, I think the so we learned that the the rich the rich family's kid was a boy scout and then, like after the in, when do we learn that the uh, the poor's fed, like the son also was a Boy Scout? We it was inferred when she was having a discussion with the mom about Indians, um, the Native Americans, or should, I should say, um, and he said that the boy went to the Boy Scout, um, and that he picked up some of the stuff from the Native Americans from the the leader of the Boy Scouts. And the the kid, um, the son responds and says, um, there's a lot of value um, in the Boy Scouts and all of that stuff. And the woman says, when you're in the Boy Scouts, he says, I, I appreciate the values. But when the dad was writing the letter, he says, um, I know that you were in the Boy Scouts. Uh, so you'd be able to read the Morse code that I'm sending right now. I've learned Morse code and blah, blah, blah. So I think that uh, they definitely inferred it initially and they explicitly, explicitly stated it at the very end. Mm. I, I Again, I feel like that, that, that fits kind of sloppy, right? It's like, oh, I, I know I'm doing the thing because I know you're capable, capable of understanding the thing that I'm doing. Uh, I don't know. It, to me, it feels a little sloppy but i think a lot of this movie seems a little sloppy um happy to talk more in the sidebar about like okay. the, the the goods and the bads and the evils of this but um yeah that's all the arguments i have against this all right cool uh i'm ready to go i'm i'm willing to listen i'm i'm curious to hear what you have i am i'm surprised i'm really you convinced me that you didn't like it i hope that's not true uh <laughs> It was very convincing. Uh, I was panicking. I was like, man, did you really not like the film? <laughs> Overruled. Sidebar. Guilty. Speculation. Hearsay. Bailiff. Briefcase. Disregard. In my chamber. Stop Beaver on the witness. Arrest. We could totally be lawyers. I, I like the film. I think it's a good film. Uh, <laughs> you're like, I, I don't think it's top five. <laughs> okay. Like, that's fair. I'm fine with that. Um, uh, I stand by my statements that I think it's kind of on the nose and I think it, it's not as clever as as it wants you to believe it is um like I said then like the Morse code thing is a little dumb uh and 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 all that uh I think it's a little undecided what it wants to be for a movie like what kind of genre like I I know it's like a comedy thriller drama or, or whatever is like on imdb and that's accurate but it's also weird 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's enjoyable. I think the performances are great. Uh, I think kind of the house is kind of its own character in a way, and it, it's a cool, well designed space um, that that really helps with the narrative. Uh, it feels very uh, s- sterile in a way. It doesn't feel like there's life in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that's by design, right? Obviously, be- uh, be- because there's always life in there in the walls in a way. So, you know, it's it, like it, it, it has layers and I give you that. It has a lot of layers and a lot of ways to interpret it. Um, but I also think it's it's a little clumsy in how it's telling the story. I I, I totally disagree. I I I I mean I I meant everything I said about this film. I think that um the argument about the multi layers. I think that there are several layers in this film. But I think one of the things that I find a, uh, absolutely remarkable, and I think the reason why I think this movie is a masterpiece is is because this guy brings very complicated ideas um, and he highlights the movie. It makes the movie simple to watch. It's accessible for anybody to watch. You have characters who are not good, who are all the characters. There's no good character in this film, but they're all interesting to watch. um, And they all keep you entertained. Um, I also think that the switch there's a there's a switch from the kind of movie it was at the beginning from the light-hearted film to a um scary uh thriller stroke horror type uh movie um and I think that was handled perfectly um there was a switch that happened it's not it wasn't like oh this is a switch this is a horror switch it was just a gradual feeling of tension um and the tension kept growing it made the woman rung the bell in the house you could feel the tension starting to build. Um, and when the family fell down the staircase and they could see everybody on the staircase, all of a sudden, this movie just went from, oh, wow, this is a comedy to, oh, they're fighting for their lives and their survival. And it was very, very tense. Um, I think the whole part of the film was handled very well. Um, there were a couple of, of themes that just kept repeating themselves. The idea of the smelling people, I think that was one of the most brilliant parts of it. It's another thing that escalated too, because the first time we come across it was when the sun was going around smelling everybody and saying, oh, everybody smells. Um, uh, they all smell the same. And when they go home, they said, we're going to start using different soaps uh, so that we don't smell alike. But you know, it showed that irrespective of how much soap they used, they never could get the smell of being poor off of them, um, which led to the eventual tense moments in the film with the guy stabbing the dad. So I think that all of it was brilliantly handled. I don't know if there's any movie. I, I'm, I'm also going to say that. I'm also going to say this. I have a strong bias uh, for the actor of this film, um, uh, Song Kang-ho. Um, and I've seen him in many films, including Taxi Driver, the good, the bad, and the weird, and all this other is one of my favorite song um, South Korean actors, um, and he usually plays the the same role in all his films, where he plays his uh, uh, of the the rat, the ratty bad guy who, um, but he's done it so well that um, in every in every one of his films, he always brings some level of emotion to it. And at the end of the film where he's running and hiding under the basement, you could see the level of emotion. That moment where he's laying under the cha- under the table and the dad was talking about um, how the driver smells um, and the camera panned to him and you could see the strain in his, in his soul. The anguish he felt after he thought, no, like, hey, what happened to the other driver? Do you think he would have gotten another job? Kind of highlighting that the fact that he's not a bland bad guy um all of that was conveyed very very well and i don't think there's a better actor that would have been able to do this and i say that because i know there's an american version of this show being uh being worked on um (laughs) so it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out oh boy is that gonna have the rock and uh michael cena (laughs) 
really doesn't remake because we yeah we 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 cannot just deal with subtitles like i i think the like i said the performances are good i think the like the the smell thing again haha pun pun somewhat intended but it, it's a little on the nose um and a little extreme but i i i i don't know i think the I don't think there's there's anybody like truly evil in this right like it's they're they're all trying to cope and trying to advance in their own way even even the rich family right mm. they're trying to do their thing and they're trying to do the best thing for their kids and help them advance in their lives to continue that spiral and to think the the main family we see like none of them are evil they're very opportunistic and like have lots of street smarts and and, and it kind of feels like that that's what they're trying to teach the kids as well right um and and it's there's a balance there too to explore and then the the person in the basement also not evil right it's just kind of down on on his luck and you know figured out an opportunity to to get by and live like nobody's really evil in this it's it's just a tale about how do people cope with poverty and and opportunities that fall in their laps and how how do they take advantage of them mm. and the people that that are smart at recognizing the opportunity and seizing them have a higher chance of kind of getting forward than others right but then it's also very cutthroat so like the more i talk about this the more i'm trying to figure out like what are we supposed to take away from this because it's it's a story that is so relatable because I feel like we all try to get by in some shape or form and try to do what's best for us to advance. But then this movie is not really teaching us that that's the right thing because you may just end up on the bottom, right? It's it, that work is fruitless in a way. Yeah. So, so what are we trying to, to, <laughs> To get from this, what are we supposed to get from this? I guess is a question for you. Then, I, I think that what we're supposed to get is the realities of um, the divide and the worlds uh, of the rich and the poor. And uh, ironically, we never really got to spend some time in the rich world as much as we spent in the poor world. We got to see glimpses of the rich world, but we got to see how the poor world was emphasized in the first third of the film. So we'll, the, 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 the experience of the rich world was encompassed in that home. Everything we saw, everything we felt was encompassed within that, the boundaries of the home and one scene where they're in a supermarket. Uh, but I think that there's a lot more to explore in this film um, and I guess this is the reason why they're doing the HBO show. But I, I will say, I will say that the takeaway from this is probably none. There's not real. There's no real takeaway. It's just a. It's just a mirror on society, where we get to see um, how society is divided. Honestly, I don't think there's anything we get to learn from this. Um, even the end where everybody is slashing each other. There's not much to learn from it because those were very instinctive reactions to scenarios. Um, and I don't think this is a movie that has like um, a message that it wants to set on the, other than just being a reflection of what society is about. Hmm. Okay. I guess I can, I can accept that. Yeah. I don't I I feel like I've I've said a lot about this and kind of the the shortcomings of it. I, I can I, I yeah I recommend this movie. I think it's enjoyable. I think it's, but I also don't necessarily think it's like the 
most brilliant thing ever. Um, and like I said, I think it's when we did the top ten. Did I put this movie? In, I think I did put this movie in my top twenty uh, list of films. There's no way I didn't put this in my top twenty list. Um, but this movie is probably one of my favorite films of all time. I've seen it multiple times, and every single time I watch it, it's, it just opens up new things. Um, I I love this film with all my heart, and I recommend this movie to all. Everybody, show it to your mamas, <laughs> show it to your brothers, your cousins, your dad. Everybody's going to watch this movie and get marveled by what this movie is trying to do. I think it's a well-executed film, brilliant on many multi-layers, and I think that uh, you, would, you would appreciate it for what it is. Strong words, strong opinions. <laughs> Strong ending to the to the show today. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is I, I think this is one of our more. I, I was actually surprised you didn't like it as much as I did. It's it's, it's interesting, um, but I I think it makes for a good conversation too. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. I agree. Uh, speaking of conversations, uh, the next conversation we will have will be about the Lion King, the original, not the weird remake. Oh, okay. I was looking forward to talking about the weird remake. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> uh, I'm looking. I'm I'm also looking forward to talking about Lion King. It's been a while since I watched that movie, yeah. and I remember watching it as a kid. I watched it so many times. Now I don't remember it. But if you put in Aladdin, I know every single word in that. Uh, <laughs> what does that say about me? Uh, <laughs> that explains why you're like Parasite too. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind uh, of the same thing if you think it about it. It is the same thing. It is the same <laughs> thing. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about uh, Lion King. At least it's not like three hours long. I know. Um, so we'll see. Cool. Well, until then, uh, where can people find us? You know, you can always reach out to us on Twitter, on Movie Mistrial, on Instagram, on Facebook, at the same moniker, at Movie Mistrial. Or you can send an email to us. Contact at MovieMistrial.com. Like uh, Joanna said at the very beginning of this, please feel free to leave a, a review uh, and comments on how you like the show or how you hate the show um, so that we can continue to improve. But the, the feedback is always very helpful for us. Indeed. Indeed. And uh, until then, it's good talk to you. All right.